Welcome to the Tom Slupsky Real Estate Show. Tom is a real estate agent licensed in the state of Minnesota with a brokerage Remax Results. Find him online at tomslupsky.results.net. Now, here's Tom Slupsky. Thank you for joining us today. This is our premiere episode. Joining us in the studio, as always, is the producer here at Minnesota Podcasting, Marshall Saunders. Hi, Tom. It's good to be here. Marshall, in just a tad more than 10 years, every single baby boomer will be older than 65. One in every five U.S. residents will be of retirement age. By 2035, seniors will outnumber people under 18. More and more are considering senior-friendly housing options other than single-family homes that will allow them to age in place but their current residents would not suit their future needs, making moving or costly renovating a necessity. Before they can make big decisions about their housing situation, they must know their options. As a realtor, I can help. Today I'm talking with Barb Hamburger, the owner of Oasis Senior Advisors in the Northern Twin Cities area. Thanks for joining us, Barb. Thanks, Tom. It's great to be here. So, Barb, tell us a little about Oasis Senior Advisors and what do you do for your clients? What I do is I provide a free service for seniors and their families to help them find um, the right senior living options. So, you know, assisted living, independent living, memory care. There are so many communities out there. You probably see them. Once you know about them, you see them everywhere. They seem to pop up. And it's very confusing for folks to figure out what is the right one, how much, you know, which ones they can afford, which ones have the right services and so on. So that's what I do. So this is a growing population here. I mean, you're, oh, you're yeah. in a growth industry right now, right? Absolutely. You know, it's uh, uh, this, the statistics are out there. We've got, you know, this graying tsunami of baby boomers um, that has started already, but it's going to pick up. So that's why you're seeing a lot of building, um, and there will be more because, um, you know, we haven't hit the high point of the boomers. So right now... You know, I'm working with, I work with seniors, so that today I spent time with a 90-year-old woman, um, but then I also work with their, their children, if, if they're around, to try and help them. They kind of call that the sandwich generation, so it's, uh, it's folks in their, um, again, in their 40s and, and 50s who are taking care of not so much small children anymore, but they still have kids, but they're working. I mean, I was in that position 20 years ago with my dad who lived in Arizona. We had to move him up here to uh, the Twin Cities and find assisted living. There wasn't anything like this before. And I was working full time, busy job, traveling a lot. I wanted something like this and there was nothing. So, you know, what happens around holidays, be it Thanksgiving, Easter, Christmas, kids that don't live at home, they come home, they see their parents. And they realize, oh, boy, things, you know, that things have, have gotten, have changed. So, you know, we talk about some 10 signs it's time to consider senior housing. I'll just list a couple. If you're noticing that their home isn't taken care of as before, um, I noticed that with my mom. My mom was incredibly neat, and I visited, and uh, things were all over the dining room table. That would never have happened before. If there are unpaid bills 
um, that's something to think about. If maybe they don't, they're not grooming themselves or their hygiene isn't the same, um, you might want to think about, okay, they need more help. So those are just, and of course, um, obviously a loss of memory. That's a, a key indicator. It, it, it could also be their medications are off, but, you know, there's signs that maybe you should think about looking at some places. And my uh, advice to people, um, be it seniors themselves or um, caretakers, meaning adult caregivers, pardon me, it's, so it's the kids and the nieces and nephews and on and on, is to start early rather than later because you don't want to be in a situation where your parent or your um, loved one is in the hospital and they need something now. They can't go home. It's hard because there are some capacity issues in the metro. I often hear about aging in place for the seniors. Maybe you can describe a little bit how that works and what services might be available for those who want to remain in their own homes and for whatever reason that can still be able to do that with some additional help. Sure, sure. Yeah, it is a big push um, by um, many entities to have age in place. And and I it's it's strange because the senior living communities are now using or adopting that language, meaning you can age in place here. But truly the 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 description has to do with, as you said, aging in place in your home. So for people that really don't want to move, and I and we get that um, there are services, home care services that can come in and take care of bathing, dressing, all of the things that you might get in an assisted living community, they can do come in. There are many, many very good home care services out there. They come in and do that. And of course, you can have chore services. If you can't mow the lawn, you can't shovel, all of, all of that. So you can have that. And then there are also uh, companies that do companion care. So they will, they are all about, they live in your home. Um, they're there 24 hours. Uh, some folks with uh, dementia and Alzheimer's find that to be, um, they feel more comfortable with that for their loved one because it's familiar. It's their home, but they have someone there to watch them because it can be very uh, exhausting for the caregiver to always have to be there for that person. Um, and that's so, something you can coordinate also? Um, I can refer folks to the, the home care companies that I recommend. What sometimes gets lost is the socialization. So you're at home, and maybe you have a companion. Um, you're at home, but you are lonely um, and isolated, and you're just watching TV. And the beauty of um, living in a community is that there are lots of activities. I mean, you you will never want for something to do. You They want you out into the common areas. You can play, you know, card games, bridge, 500, cribbage. You can watch movies. You can, um, they go on outings. You know, there's, I uh, was just at a place where they're going on a pontoon uh, boat ride. They take them shopping. They take them to the doctor's appointments. They're with other people all the time. And you're eating, you know, there's a dining room and a very nice dining rooms, you know, white, you know, white cloth. Um, and so it's, it's really great. I had a client earlier this year that she was living um, at home and really wanted to be at home, but it was winter and her kids were in, uh, it, it took at least an hour for him to get there and she started to have some issues. Um, we had toured a number of places um, in the fall, but she wasn't ready yet. Well, it got 
it, it was really difficult in the winter with the snow and you can imagine with the commute. Um, they finally um, moved her into a community and she's just so happy. She's really, you know, it took a couple of weeks, but she's so happy. She's organized her own card game. She's, um, you know, very vibrant. And and you often hear people say, I wish I had done this sooner. So I don't want to, you know, downplay aging in place because for some people it's absolutely the best thing, but um, they're miss, they may be missing out on some of those other activities. So in the Northwest area, area that I normally work, there are several assisted living communities. There's about three or four of them that I know. If I come across a potential person that might want to move into those homes, what can you offer them that that place might not? Sure. Um, What I provide is choice. Um, I also guide them. So if you go to a community and look at it and tour, that's fine. But that's just one. Then you have to call another. If you're not, if they don't have an opening, then you have to go, okay, where else do I go? So you have to go to another place, call another place, get another tour, all of that. What I can do is, um, so the way our system works is, first of all, it's very personal. So I'm having a conversation with the, with the, my clients about, you know, what they need in their care. They may not need care. They may just need independent living. But they want to be in a place uh, that caters to them, um, their finances. I find out, you know, really how much money they could spend per month. These are usually month to month. Um, and then I find out what is important to them. Do they want, um, do they, re- do they, would they rather just stay a little bit, not get too involved in activities? Um, um, or do they want to have a lot of activity? Do they want to pool? Some of these places have warm water pools, on and on. And then I, our system compares their needs with the communities in their area. So where do they want to live? Do they want to live in uh, Roseville or Blaine, or do they want to live in Maple Grove and Anoka? So the system will identify those places that are nearest to them. It'll come back to me with could be 10 communities that fit their uh, fit their needs or likes. And then I will send that to them and they'll say, well, I, I'd like to tour these five. I then will book the tour. So I'll work with the community to make sure it meets, uh, it, it all works out in terms of timing. And then I go with them on the tour. And then I help them determine what they want. You know, I'm with, again, like I mentioned, I was with this woman this morning and um, we've, we're, we're choosing between two or she's choosing between two, but I'm helping her to, to say, okay, this, these are the pros and cons of this one. And this is this one. She doesn't have email, you know, she's 90 years old. Uh, she doesn't have email. So I'm, I'm going to put something together and mail it to her because she needs to make a decision soon. Well, that is something that I've often run across is the availability of, of different units, what is available when, etc. And that's something that you can offer that a individual may not know. Right. I also am around in my territory all the time. So someone will tell me, um, in fact, just a couple of weeks ago, there were two communities in New Hope and Crystal, and I saw them at a uh, breakfast and they said, by the way, I've got one bedrooms open. Mm-hmm. Or and the other one said, I've got one, you know, a, an elderly waiver, which is Medicaid. So um, for those that don't know, if you run out of money, Many communities will accept Medicaid, but it's here in Minnesota, it's called elderly waiver. So I'm able to figure out first, suss out for them, which ones will take it after a year, two years you have to pay private, or they'll take it immediately. Well, one of the things that, again, as a realtor, that 
as I run across these people that may be in transition, that what I also try to do is work with their children to help them. What advice would you give to me working with the families of those people in transition? Well, I think um, it would be start early rather than later um, because, you know, what tends to happen is uh, there's a health crisis of some kind. A fall is huge. Lands a senior in a hospital and things progress. We've all heard it about falls. Things progress and then the um, social workers or case managers will say, you know, he or she can't go home. Um, they need to go somewhere um, where they, they can have more care. And, you know, he may be discharged next week. And so it's a scramble to find something. So um, I love the clients that call me. I'm working with one uh, who doesn't plan to move for a year, but she wants, we're, we're going to tour in September. So she will identify, okay, I like this one and I like that one and, um, and get on the waiting lists. Well, one of the things that I often run across with people in transition is their emotional attachment to their things in their house. And it's difficult for a lot of times for people to give up those things. There are great companies out there that are called downsizing and moving companies. So what they do is they help people to go through their stuff. So what they do, though, that's very methodical and they're, they're great and they you know specialize in working with older adults. So they'll go through someone's belongings and say, okay, these things we can sell at an estate sale. These things you can donate. Donate to your, you know, Goodwill, Salvation Army, whatever it is, you can donate this. This stuff, really, it's of no value, you know, it, it can be tossed. And they will then take care of it for you, so you don't have to go and donate it. They will take it and give it to an estate sale duo. They'll take care of all of that if you are moving into a senior living community. They know exactly what can fit within those um, apartments. Uh, so they're not coming there with too much furniture and so forth. And then they will arrange the uh, movers, too. So it really takes the headache out of that. And one of the advantages of these people that sell their homes, the homes are typically in good condition. They might need some updating and things like that. But basically, they're in very good condition, which is a becomes an excellent buy for those first-time buyers. Mm-hmm. Um, that are looking for a house that I just want to put my stamp of decorating on this house. And otherwise, sure. it's perfect for us. Right, right. It's a great yeah. turnover of a neighborhood. Exactly. So as you, as our population ages, are you just seeing more and more listings coming up from uh, older folks? Well, absolutely. As you may know, the first-tier suburbs that was populated sure. uh, by those returning from World War II, now they're trying to transition. Right. Uh, Communities like Richfield, Robbinsdale, Crystal, Brooklyn Center, some of those areas, a lot of people are now moving into mm -hmm. and turning over. Now they're having right. – typically those who bought their homes in the 50s had their children growing up, and now we're seeing that the new people are coming in, now experiencing their families mm -hmm. and growing up, creating a community. As producer here, I am given – uh, one really stupid question every segment. So uh, my question is, uh, what does uh, what are, what are respite services? What does that mean? Uh, respite is a short term stay. So oh. what it 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 means is um, if you 
are, uh, this happens with folks that have dementia or Alzheimer's and mm-hmm. say they're, um, I had a client actually in Crystal who, she lived with her mom for nine years and um, it was exhausting. Um, she didn't use a respite, but she could have. And what happens is you have your parent or a loved one, whoever it is, um, they can stay in a senior living community in the in a room, it's called a respite room. Um, so that you can take a vacation or mm-hmm. you can take some days off. You know, oftentimes when you're an adult caregiver, you are, you know, 24 um, 7. You don't get a break. And so you haven't had a vacation in three years. Um, you can use the respite um, to, to have your mom stay there for, let's say, a week or how, however long. How much do these places cost? I mean, am I going to be able to afford this when I'm uh, this age? Like what? What? Uh, what? What are you looking at as yeah. far as monthly uh, cost? Well, you know, an independent living. So independent living meaning it's a, like a senior apartment with sure. some activities and, and all of that. Uh, for the rent, um, I would say on average it's eighteen hundred bucks a month. Hmm. Um, but it can go up. You know, uh, two bedroom, whatever, and it depends on where it is. Some can be much more expensive. When we're talking assisted living, um, that's more in the 3500 range. Mm-hmm. And that could be that could be just for the rent. But then you have care attached to it. Sure. And it's high. It all depends on what the, the care is. You know, but then you have, you know, some really, really nice places where it could be, you know, upwards of five, six. It all depends on where it is, you know, how new it is. And if you have, you can have two bedrooms, you can have a two-bedroom plus den. You can have three bedrooms. That's about the highest I've seen. But most people like the one-bedrooms and the one-bedroom plus den are quite popular. There's also services you have to take in consideration, not only just the rent, but what else do you get for it? In other words, you get what you pay for. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So most of these places will pay for almost all utilities. Some also pay for cable. And they won't pay for phone, which makes total sense. But then there are those that they might pay for uh, everything but the cable. Or um, some of the places don't have laundry in the rooms, so you have to use a common laundry room on a floor. And so that's, that's extra. You know, underground parking is big here in, here in Minnesota. So there's usually a charge of uh, something per month for the, having the underground parking. And on and on. So, but I will say most will do, they do a lot of the utilities. This is something that you can sit down with them and go over a tour at different locations and assess which one might be the best for them. Exactly, exactly. Um, I will often do it um, ahead of time. So when someone calls and says, you know, I want a one bedroom plus den, I want a balcony, and they want the washer and dryer in the room and, you know, that kind of thing. They want a, a, a bathtub that has a cutout or no, you know, they, they, they don't want to have to step over. So when I call the places that meet their needs in terms of financial and geographically, I then will call them to say, first of all, check if they have any openings, but also do you have a do you have a cutout for the bathtub? Do you have the just a shower? Do you have a balcony? And on and on. And I'll make sure I check that before I go to the client and say, okay, here's what I have. And I know many hospitals now are going to a room within the hospital that the family can spend the night do yeah. some yes. of these facilities have something similar? Yep, they sure do. They have guest rooms. So um, 
really nice. It's uh, less than a hotel room, so they can stay close by. And most places have a um, dining room that you can use, like if you have your family over for Thanksgiving. You can use a a very nice dining room, and you can use uh, some of the, the, the seating around there. They have quite, you know, sometimes it's like a grill or a pub or something like that. You can reserve that, no no fee, and then you can have people over to watch the Twins or the Vikings or um, or Thanksgiving. Now, you and I have worked together in the past, so I know how to get a hold of you. How does the average person on the street contact you? Well, you know, give me a call. I'm at 612-406-1211. You can also send me an email, but, you know, my last name is a little troublesome, but bhamburger at youroasisadvisor.com. It's long. It's, so it's B-H-E-M-B-E-R-G-E-R at Y-O-U-R-O-A-S-I-S-A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. Sorry, <laughs> I, I, it's just it's long. Uh, and, and, of course, wherever this podcast is listened to, wherever you can find the written material or the written information, that will go along with it as well. So people can just yeah, click on that. You can, you know, on the website, just go Oasis, com. You'll go to a website, then you can click on a location um, and then, you know, Minneapolis, and it'll come up. Um, there are three of us here in the Twin Cities. Mm. I focus on the northern metro. Well, Barb, thank you for joining us today. And this is our first episode. I'm honored to be your first guest. Thank you. And uh, it's thank been you. great. Yeah. Thanks for listening to our show today. Please hit the subscribe button on whatever service you are listening to this podcast. You've been listening to the Tom Slupsky Real Estate Show. Tom Slupsky is a licensed real estate agent in the state of Minnesota with the brokerage Remax Results. Tom can be found online at tomslupsky.results.net with Slupsky spelled S-L-U-P-S-K-E. You can also reach Tom via email at tom.slupsky at results.net or by phone at 612-720-2997. The opinions expressed on this show are those of Tom Slupsky and his guests alone and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of REMAX Results or Minnesota Podcasting.